Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are sitting with our cups of tea, still in our own homes. Lockdown hasn't eased that much yet. Today we're going to be bringing some of our home ed experiences to you on... Molly, can you tell us what the theme is today? Yeah, well, we're basically heading towards the summer holidays. So some of us who home ed normally may well have started that already. Um, I know we have, which is lovely. Some maybe who are COVID schooling uh, are a little bit more in line with um, school holidays and so maybe we've got another couple of weeks left but I love the holidays and I particularly love this long summer holiday it just seems such a blessing we're often quite tired by this time and we're probably even more so actually because of everything that our nation where our world is going through and I just love summer holidays I love the time the long the, the longness of it and often, often have better weather and it's often a time when I really do feel that I can kind of fill my teacup up again. So we're just going to talk a little bit about how we can make the most of these summer holidays, how we can use this gift of time um, when we're not doing kind of structured uh, learning with our kids and how we can use it well um, so that we can really make the most of it. So Helen, what, what are your thoughts on this? How do you do summer holidays? Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is it, it does have to be a break. It does have to be a change. In some ways, it's very, it's very tempting as a home educating mum to look for a learning opportunity in everything we do and turn everything into, you know, development of the children. Well, in some ways, everything is. But some, sometimes I think, especially over summer, you just need to be a little bit more subtle with that. And, and there is a time for kicking back, relaxing. That doesn't mean doing nothing, does it? That's the thing. So just trying to think of some of the things that we want to do with our time um, I'm really keen that the children don't just gravitate to the screens when they're wondering what to do <laughs> and I'm very keen that they we get outside as much as possible and enjoy a sort of difference the difference that this these weeks can bring we're not going on holiday this year I, don't, I think there's a lot of people who are having trouble with the idea of holidays this year it's very worrisome isn't it with Covid and not knowing how things work but that's not going to stop us traveling around the world in some ways and perhaps virtually now this does get us back to using the screen again obviously <laughs> but also books and so on and our imaginations and things and there are ways that you can visit lots of places around the world and I'm hoping that we're going to do that this summer take some time out to enjoy a different culture from our own home try some of their typical food and cooking look at some of the places and people that we might come across if we were actually able to go to those other countries we were planning to try this a little while ago, but then things changed and we couldn't do that. So I've already got some ideas. I ask for opinions on Facebook from my friends. What should we see and do in Austria? And I've got a long list. It's going to take longer than a day to go and visit Austria. <laughs> but the other thing I have found in the, in the past are virtual homeschool visits to all sorts of places. You can find them online with lap books and all sorts to go with them. So you can do as much or as little as you want. And as I say, you don't want to turn this into a major educational thing. But I was thinking to myself, well, if we have a nice holiday, we often come back and scrapbook it anyway. So there's nothing wrong with, with making a scrapbook of somewhere you've gone as part of a, a fun experience, is there? I don't know. Are you, are you going away at all over summer, Molly? No, we, we have. We've got a tent in the garden at the moment. So that's quite fun. We are thinking we might be able to go and camp somewhere kind of just for a short while, but we haven't quite decided. But I think adventure is part of something that a lot, not all of us need, but a lot of us need. 
um, and certainly for one of my kids. You know, he really, the, the two things he needs, he needs our adventure and friends, which are the two things that he hasn't been having. So, mm. so I think the boys and my husband are going to go um, wild camping on Dartmoor at some stage over the over the holidays because actually you're allowed to wild camp on Dartmoor and probably won't meet a soul. So uh, that'll be a really fun thing to do. How do you keep, um, do you keep any kind of structural rhythm or pattern going in your days? And did you, when you were younger, was it changed as they've got older? I think holiday time, the structure just kind of disappears. Although every day the children want to know, what are we doing today, mummy? So in some ways, maybe a bit of structure would be useful. I've always thought it'd be nice to start every day with our Bible time as normal and that sort of thing, but it just doesn't happen. It, it just depends on what's going on, how we're all feeling. We kind of wing it in summer, in the holidays. <laughs> it's nice having things different, isn't it? So. Yeah, no, I, I can identify what you said about, about starting with your Bible time. I often think at the beginning of this time, I thought, this time I thought gosh, you know, we really are breaking up quite early. No, we'll start every morning and we'll we'll just sit and, We'll be together for you know half an hour or so. And I think we've done that twice so far. <laughs> we've been off because we've finished a week. But actually, our, I found our our kids really do still need to have some structure. Everything from in me just wants to completely flop and make it up as we go along. But actually, I have found, and I think this is different personality types of children and and kids also with. You know, if you have kids with any different emotional kind of needs, but actually for some kids, they, they really need that security. And so although I don't want to be saying, well, actually, you have to do these these things. I have found that for a peaceful holiday, we do have to. So, for example, um, our younger two, they're not allowed any screen time. When the boys were little, one of their favourite holiday things was coming down and they would put on the TV, probably the Thomas Tank Engine in those days, and have their cereal in front of the TV. And that was like a a special holiday thing they weren't allowed to do. And I found that I just can't do that with our younger two, that they have to get up, they have to do their morning jobs, they have to get dressed, um, clean their teeth, brush their hair, all the things that for many children might be quite a small thing to do, but actually there can be a lot of inertia behind that. And actually that helps in some ways, that helps the foundation. There's a little bit of security there. There are some things that are still the same. And then from there, we can make it up as we go along. So, so that's just sort of like a word for any families who, with kids who maybe do struggle a little bit with lack of structure, um, that sometimes I've found you can put just a little bit in. Um, some of your kids may need more than that, but actually just a little bit of structure may help you to be able to relax for the rest of the day. Yeah, and and I have I've noticed that with uh, one of my children who they need they need their um, meal times to be fairly regular. We do it, it it does make a difference. So obviously in in holiday time things just do shift a lot, don't they? They can do. You can be out and about, and um, some of us can cope fine. We know you get back really hungry, but it doesn't matter that lunch is two hours late. But for one of my children, that that is a big deal. So we do have to kind of build that into our thinking and just be prepared for that to make that work yes I think that's a big deal for me as well I get really grumpy if I don't eat regularly (laughs) (laughs) it's good to be able to acknowledge that isn't it and notice that it's got an issue (laughs) one thing um that we quite often do at the beginning of the holidays we've done this time is we get a I I tend to just write it down my notebook but you could get a a chalkboard or something and just write down everything that people would like to do so it doesn't mean to say that we will do it all but Mm -hmm. actually um I know uh, one of them was wanting wanting to camp, you know, go out wild somewhere and camp. I 
think we had going to the seaside. I want to have an ice cream by the sea somewhere. I want to paddle. Um, someone said fish and chips by the sea. These are all things we can actually do from, from the day from here, which we haven't yet, but we will. So all sorts of seeing friends, that was a big one. There were other different things at home. I can't remember what they all were, but actually it's quite a fun thing to do, to be able to sit down at the beginning of the holidays and just say, we have all this time. Let's, you know, what can we do? Because it is, it is about, as I think we've talked before about um, Sabbath rest, and Sabbath rest isn't necessarily doing nothing. It's actually realising the different areas of our lives where it should be depleted, and you can put the link to it, and filling those again. Yeah, so actually that's a really important thing to do and an important thing to realise. Yeah, it's nice now the children are older as well and they've got different ideas. Well, even even young children have ideas of the things they'd like to do in the holidays, don't they? So um, it's nice to be able to involve them and connect with some of the things that they feel they're missing out, you know, on those busy days, on those more formal learning days, the school times, the term times. And when they're saying, oh, I wish I didn't have to do maths, I wish I could blah 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 do whatever it is <laughs> it's nice to give them the opportunity and say have some time to say yes we've done um quite uh, often over the years is to choose like a summertime read aloud and sometimes that um focuses sort of ties in with if we're going somewhere um ties in with that like when our exciting trip to italy we did a few years ago we listened to around the world in 80 days just because it was a traveling one and it was a big adventure uh, so sometimes it ties or if we've been to the, when we went to the Norfolk Broads, I think we read one of the Arthur Ransom ones that's based over, over that way. Or, or, or sometimes we just choose one. So actually in this year, we're doing something which I've not done before, which is um, joining in with a book club. And I really wanted something light to read. Uh, I just felt that we, we've needed it. And actually, as it happens, we've been listening during this, this time. With myself and boys are actually being either reading or listening to some quite heavy books <laughs> and um, so so I just thought in fact we just need something light we're doing we're reading through a wrinkle in time which probably a lot of people have read before but we've never read and it's got a they've got a they've made a movie of it so we're going to watch that at the end of it and we're joining in with Joy Clarkson has doing on her podcast is doing a a, a book club for wrinkle in time and she puts different questions um, every week so so that's a really fun one to be doing um, and I occasionally try to make to make a meal that's kind of goes alongside whatever it is so like their mum was making in the book mum was making French toast so actually we all had French toast on lunchtime while we listened to it we're listening to it on audio actually because it means we can all listen at the same time so that's quite a nice thing to do to choose a book to read um, and then do and kind of to chat about it but also then to do some fun things related to it I think we did a trumpet of the swan one year and we went up to Slimbridge and started it while we were sitting looking at the, the trumpet of swans in Slimbridge. And I think you've done that book as well, haven't you? We've read that book and it was so lovely going to Slimbridge and then seeing a real life trumpet of swan. There they are. This is what they really look like. <laughs> yes, I think um, summer reading is really great, isn't it? And that, you know, the pressure's off. You can read a bit, you know, a bit more of what you like, it's whether it's individually or as a family. I think in our next podcast we're going to talk about some of the books you might want to read to kind of refresh your home editing experience and so on so definitely come back next time for that the other thing I was thinking about through summer is the whole summer camp idea and I think there will be very few summer camps happening this year and they're very expensive as well um, one year I, I read about an art camp and I thought it was fantastic and an opportunity I would have loved for my children to have but you know it's just not possible and it 
it costs a lot of money and takes up time and this year I don't think they're anything on but that year I thought well I could have a virtual summer camp myself an art camp um so we did try that it wasn't entirely successful I'm going to try again this year <laughs> but just to have a week of arty activities there's so many ideas on the internet you can find to give you some great clues about just different ideas when we tried it last time that my idea was to invite different friends on the different days so that we could enjoy different arty activities with different people that was quite fun to do and we've got some good good memories uh, created from friends that year so I'm going to try something similar that this year have a week where we try something different artistically every day based on some theme and recently actually it was children's art week so there was lots of hashtags all over Instagram so loads of different ideas some maybe a bit too young for us now that's the next thing isn't it process art sometimes is very geared to smaller children but I'm going to do some investigating and some thinking about artwork or inspired by kind of artwork have a look at a painting and try and do our own version or something so that's one of my plans for this summer that's a lovely idea and I think that that's also it's also shows that it's sometimes it's good to be intentional about things because um I can kind of have ideas at the beginning but actually I do sometimes to write them down and say okay we are going to do a week doing this or or a day doing doing this um and actually that's helpful because if we're not in intentional and plan then actually the time does go away so one of the things I do which is not a not an exciting thing in itself but it can lead to some things and it makes for me it fills my depleted area where which is lack of order so it keeps a bit more order back into my life and I tend to do my kind of clearing out over the summer holidays so I'll pick a cupboard um, and the art the art cupboard is the craft cupboard is quite a fun one to do because I will clear that and then I'll, all the stuff will come out and then we'll say, oh gosh, we've got this and we've got this and I've got all about this. We have kind of informal um, craft days, but actually that's a really good idea of yours, Helen. I think I might coincide with my clearing up the art cupboard with actually doing a little bit more of a, a planned art, art sessions. So <laughs> that sounds fun. It's great fun, isn't it? And actually what I've discovered when I've done sort of art ideas off the internet is how different, so you've got one task that everyone's having a go at but the beauty of it is that each one looks different at the end of it and um, that's really a good talking point how different people have interpreted the ideas even when you've done things quite similar you can you can have a look I'm sure we can find some links to put in the blog blog yeah well yeah we're going to hopefully put quite a few links in um, over this week and next week then we've talked quite a bit about what we can do with our our children or our teenagers or even our young adults over these holidays but also we want to we'll maybe focus the next week a little bit more about how we can resource ourselves and in a sense fill our own empty teacups of our hearts and souls so um, and minds. But just one of the things that we were going to put some um, links to today were other podcasts to listen to. Shall I go ahead? Shall I go yes. ahead? <laughs> yes, um, you're definitely the podcast listener of the two of us, aren't you? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I listen occasionally, but... Um... Yeah, Molly, you've, you've got a good bank of podcasts that encourage you. So that would be great to share. Oh, thank you. OK, yeah, I really like listening to podcasts. I think because for so many years, um, I didn't have a huge number of other home educating mums around me. And, and thankfully, by God's grace, that has changed now, which is lovely. But I still listen to podcasts. So obviously, our one. Um, but actually, this, but, but other ones that I really enjoy, the, the one that I first came across, actually, was Sally Clarkson's At Home With Sally. 
um, and she she records normally just once or twice a week, I think. And I have to say, I always listen Friday night. I I haven't since I've been poorly actually because I haven't had the, the puff to do it. But I normally try and do a bit of a row. We've got a rowing machine, and I try to. It's not something I enjoy doing. But I try doing that on a Friday night. And then to reward myself for doing about, I then have a glass of wine, which probably takes away all the, <laughs> the benefit of it. And, um, and I take that glass of wine and my iPad and I click on the Sally Clarkson um, podcast and I have a nice big bubble bath <laughs> with a candle. And that Excellent. is my right, which I haven't. So one day I'll get my back copy and I'll be able to start doing this again. So, so that's a really good one. She's, she's just inspiring and she's down to earth and in a sense because her kids are grown up. But I think for some of us with older kids, it's nice to listen to somebody who's actually, I think, as you said, Helen, a step beyond us. And actually, so for me, that's, that's really encouraging that, you know, her kids are all adults now and that's really helpful. There are several UK ones now. So I think the first UK one, which I wasn't aware about when we started doing ours, but I've since discovered, and it's great, um, is a Home Ed Voices podcast. Um, and she interviews various different um, people, home educators around the country. And it's really interesting. It's a really fun one. And it's interesting just to hear about different people with different styles of home ed. So I definitely recommend that one. There's another one, which I think is called Home Ed Matters, which is um, a sweet family with young children and they just chat about what they're doing and that's just lovely so especially if you've got young children um, that might be one that you might like to listen to there uh, just recently leah bowden has i was going to say leah mason see modern miss mason isn't it leah bowden has um started a podcast linkedin with i guess her blog and the kind of courses she does i think it's called modern miss mason but that's also lovely um, and it's quite nice to hear there are a couple of ones which she interviewed actually English home edding mums on that. So that was really fun to listen to. So that's another one I'd recommend. I'm sure there's another one. Oh, yes. And then this is now this is one I've only just very much recently discovered, um, which is great. Also from the States called um, and it's Julie. Is, do you pronounce her name? Julie Bogart. She's the lady who's written um, uh, Brave Learner, Brave Writer, Brave Learner. Oh, She's yeah. got a uh, blog that goes along with it. And, and that's, that's, that's really good. And again, for, for those of us who have got older children, I find that really helpful because in a sense, her kids are all grown up. So she's, she's, she's walked the walk kind of thing. Yeah, so we'll, we will link to all of those. Um, and do also let us know if you have any favourite blogs that you would like us to recommend. Um, you could share with other people because certainly for me, listening to blogs has been, oh, listening to podcasts has been quite an encouragement. That's really great. I hope some people find some new new inspiration. And yeah, over the summer, that's the time when you've maybe got different different kind of time available to yourself. Um, I'm not saying that it's suddenly easier with children running around the house, <laughs> but the time is spread out differently, isn't it? And you can find different kinds of moments that you can maybe refresh yourself and recharge by listening to somebody else and some encouragement, and some inspiration. Yeah, to kind of set you back up ready for ready for a new term and a new year. And who knows what that's going to bring. We don't quite know <laughs> what the world's going to look like, whether we're going to get post-COVID. It feels like it's just trundling on, doesn't it, for now? Well, I hope that's some encouragement about summer. We really, really recommend you have a rest and a break and do something different. But if you want to not make that mean, not do nothing. And you know your children will be going up the walls if you don't plan anything, then hopefully we've given you some good ideas as well. As always, we love to hear from you as Molly's already said, so any comments are very gratefully received. 
and we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.